Yo, yo, yo. What's up? This is Jahala. This is Kylie. And we're going to be discussing. Talking about psychology for our psychology senior class for the class of 2019. Yep. We learned a lot about our fellow human beings, about our fellow mammals. Feel me? Learned about children in particular. We're doing podcasts just like this, talking about different types of effects on children, boredom. Domestic violence, abuse, all those types of stuff, how they affect growth in a child. Yeah. What are the most important values you think you need to learn as a child? Respect. Uh, respect is key in all aspects of life. Mm-hmm. Discipline, you know, uh, love, compassion, integrity. Mm-hmm. And I think most important, you have to learn how to be ambitious. Because yeah. I feel like, you know, if you grow up with parents who are satisfied with being mediocre in life, mm-hmm. you know, are you going to really shine? You're not. Because you're going you to be okay with being mediocre. Exactly. You know, you need someone to look up to. I feel it. So if you, you know, if you're okay with just being satisfactory, you know, you're going to teach your kid that. And, you know, all parents want their kids to be superstars and yeah. million-dollar lawyers and doctors and all that kind of stuff, but... You know, it's about, you know, the environment in which you raise that child. Yeah. You know, but everyone everyone grows up different. Everybody. How, how important do you think uh, your, your, like, four through ten years are? Well, I think every, I think every, asp- I think every, how do I word this? I think every part of your life is important in a different way, equally important. You know, from being a baby to being a toddler to a child to a preteen, teenager, a young adult, adult, old man. You know, every step of the way you're learning something different about yourself and yeah, you're always changing. You know, people think that once you hit 18, you're going to be stuck that way forever. You know, you have to rush to do something, rush to be something. I think definitely you don't, you don't change as much after 18, though. I don't believe that because you might, you might go, you might experience something or grow through something that'll change you forever. Like, think about it like this. Mm-hmm. Vietnam, for example. Yeah. Straight, most of Vietnam were people like, you know, like our ages, 18, 19, fresh out of high school. That was the majority of American soldiers yeah. in Vietnam. Yeah. So you're not going to tell me that the war didn't change 18-year-olds coming back from a war zone. Definitely did. I think that it would change kids more, cause they don't they don't have any way of thinking about it or dealing with with stuff like that. Cause you know, eighteen it seems like a big number because you know a human's lifespan is not that long. Eighteen. It's pretty long. It's longer than a lot of animals. Okay, so if an average human lives up to what? Eighty. In America, average is up to eighty. Yeah, seventy-five to eighty. Okay, so. so 20, 18 is just is one year or two years away from 20. Mm-hmm. That's basically a, like a, a quarter of your life already. Yeah. But that's why people try to rush, you know, doing stuff at 18. They feel like their life is slipping away. But 18 is is still a time for growth. You've only been on this planet for 18 years. Well, what do you think you should be doing instead of rushing to get to success? Finding out your passions. Yeah, I, I feel that. Even if a lot of people like rush to do something just to make money, yeah, and, and that's and what and they're miserable the rest of their lives. 
a big part of it is, you know, how they're raised, you know, yeah. their parents, you know. Definitely. Some people just do stuff just because their parents told them to yeah. or because they think it'll make their parents happy. Definitely. I remember uh, back at middle school, a lot of my friends were Asian, oh, yeah. and all their parents wanted them to become doctors. Lawyers. Yeah. They, they, I'm they the one hot Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> no, they, like, they will always joke around, like, you have to be the doctor, and... I know some kid. I know. I know. I know some kids that would get whooped on. Yeah, right? definitely. Oh my God, Asian parents, like the stories I heard, are the worst out of any parents I've ever heard of. Yeah, Except Jamaican parents. Jamaican parents are fucking fucking kill you. I think a lot of I think a lot of a lot of parents whooped on their kids. Talking from my personal experience, if I misbehaved or acted up, I definitely got my ass beat. Yeah. Excuse my language, but I definitely did. I never. Multiple times. I never got spanked when I was a kid. Wow. See, that's so that's that's very good that we're here in this podcast because we got two different childhood experiences. Yeah. Most Jahali, you were uh, only child. Most nah. you growing up, or you you had a sister and brothers. I had a sister. And how old is she from? She's like one and a half years younger. She's fifteen right okay, now. Okay, so that's, so that's cool. So look, me, I grew up with two other boys, mm-hmm. two other brothers. I was the middle one, and my dad. I always bounced around between my parents' house because mm-hmm. my parents were never married. Yeah. So I always had to, you know, commute from one week I'm with my dad, one week I'm with my mom. Mm-hmm. And at one point, it was just, you know, my dad, he got remarried eventually to my stepmom, had two other kids, to my little brother and little sister. Mm-hmm. But there was a, a long time period where he was a single dad. Yeah. And the way he was raised by parents coming straight from El Salvador and coming from Puerto Rico... Um, and particularly my grandma, who came from a, who came from the, who was a war refugee, from El Salvador. Mm. The way she raised my dad was she hit him with, she she beat him, bad beat him bad. bad. Damn. And mm-hmm. you know he transferred that, cause that was since that was his parenting style, mm-hmm. from his mom. That was his parenting style for us. Yeah. So that's how you know me and my brothers were raised. Yeah. You know, and I think at, on some level, you know, hitting the kid, it does, you know, it does, inf- it does instill a lot of uh, yeah. uh, fear and it does, it, but, you know, since you fear them and you do love them because that is your parent at the end of the day, you yeah. know, it's easier for them to instill some values like that to you. So, you know, I respect and all that kind of stuff I learned from my dad, but, you know, it's, it's, di- it's different from... You know, it's different from other other people. Like, yeah. tell me about how you were punished growing up, cause you know about me, but well, you never got spanked. So you know, I live with my grandparents. Uh huh. So you know, they're old. They know. So and they, they beat their kids when um when they had kids or they still have kids, but you know, they beat their kids pretty bad, and then I guess. Over the years, they, they saw that as bad or something. So they decided that when they were raising me and my sister, they weren't going to do that. Mm. And yeah, it probably wouldn't hurt hurt that much because they're hella old, too. Yeah. Actually, my granddad, is, he's pretty quick. He's, he can still run and shit. But How old yeah, is he? he's 73. Oh, I, ain't that bad. I ain't that old. Yeah, it's not that old. So, yeah, they never really beat me. They would, they would like, take away... My free time make me just sit in my room and do nothing. Uh, I couldn't even read books. Damn. So you make you go on timeout? Yeah. Stuff like that? They would do that. And, but I didn't really get in trouble that much. I used to get in fights in elementary school, but 
they weren't really my fault. So they would only punish me for a few minutes because they might give me a lecture. But they didn't. They never really beat me. So, I remember once actually, I was I was talking on my phone <laughs> on the phone, and then my grandma started talking to me, and she was. She was about to yell at me, and I was like, Grandma, be quiet. And then she slapped me. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I never did that, did that again. So, yeah. How you think growing up without spankings and, you know, being put on timeout influenced you as a young, when you were younger? Uh, I think... I don't know. I guess there's a... The bad part about it was... It didn't really, they didn't really force me to listen because the, the punishments weren't that bad. Mm-hmm. But the good thing was is that I felt like I could always talk to my grandparents. You know, tell them, even if I did a bad thing, I would tell them. Mm-hmm. So, so you, weren't, you weren't that scared of the consequences. Yeah. Yeah. That's I feel like that's the good part about it. Though. That's the good part. You yeah. think that uh, beating the kids is the best way? I don't know because, you know... If, if if I if I had a child, I don't know how I would raise him, cause you know the way I was raised, my brothers were raised, it wasn't I didn't like that style, you know, mm-hmm. especially being that child, I didn't like it. But it made me really think about the consequences, and it really made me consider my actions before I did them, mm-hmm. cause even to this day, like you know, even to my dad don't my my pops don't put his hands on me no more like that. Mm-hmm. But even to this day, I still have like you know a little, you know a little fear of it, because mm-hmm. you know this I was you know that's uh, multiple times when I was younger, you know still still in the back of my mind. You think that 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 fear, that initial fear, is essential for respect? I, fear and respect are two different things. You think so? They're very different. You can respect someone and not fear them. Yeah. But you can still fear someone and respect them. But if if you were if you fear somebody. Isn't that automatically respect? Nah. Nah? Because you could fear someone and not respect them. Fear is... Fear and respect... Fear is more powerful than respect. Yeah. So if you fear someone, your fear is going to outweigh your respect for them. Yeah. But if you fear someone, to a certain point, you lose respect for them. Mm-hmm. Because if you fear them, that means that you feel harm is going to come your way. Yeah. So it's, it's it's pretty difficult to respect someone that you feel is going to try to hurt you. Yeah, yeah, I feel it. So that's part of the thing, like, you know, if you have a parent that, you know, is always, you know, either does, does drugs or alcohol, you know, that's part of the reason you lose respect for them. Because, you know, people that do drugs and alcohol, they're hella unpredictable. Yeah. And now you fear them, especially as your parents, because, you know, that's the person that's supposed to take care of you. But it's the complete opposite, you know, you take care of yourself, especially if they're doing drugs and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, definitely. I think Actually, I don't know. I forgot think, what to say. You think that fear plays a factor in, in like growing like raising a child, like keeping them scared of you? Well, I don't know if you have to keep them scared, but I think that you have to have a certain level of aggression. Mm-hmm. Because I've I've talked to a few other staff members here and particularly one, I'm not gonna name any names, but their kids are like hella disrespectful. Oh. So, and the reason is it's pretty obvious. Is that they don't like. I asked them about like discipline. Do you do any type no of discipline? discipline? No discipline at all. Huh? At all. So she. But I think it's also a cultural thing. You know, Latin parents don't yeah. play. 
Yeah. Latin parents don't play. Latin parents will whoop you. Black parents don't play. Yeah. Asian parents don't play. But American, like American white parents. There's like a stigma behind yeah, being your sti- kids. Yeah, they make you seem like, you know, it's the worst thing that you can do. But, you know, look at Dr. Phil. Look at who, what's the majority of families that come to Dr. Phil. I don't watch Dr. Phil that much. Is it, is it color people? It's, no, it's mostly white. white people. I've seen the most, like, okay, think about Bad Baby, Catch, yeah, me, yeah. catch me Outside Girl, yeah. white. white. Did you ever see that one about the, the white kid that smacks his mom? Oh, yeah. White. <laughs> Dude, but Ooh. the bad, uh, what's her name? Uh, Bergoli? Yeah, Danielle Bergoli. Yeah, see, her mom encourages her. Yeah, her mom wants to be, wants her to be famous. That was probably a play. After that shit happened, I mean, at first it was probably serious, but once she started blowing up. Yeah, she was like, oh, but do whatever even, you, you want. Know, but even still, you know, white parents raised their kids different. And that's part of it. You don't discipline them. They think that talking about it and... You know, but on some level, white kids when they don't when when they don't fear you, yeah, and they don't respect you, that's when they take advantage of you. Mm-hmm. So when you have a kid, you have to at least have the you know at least have one of the two. Yeah, and if you don't teach your kid to respect you, mm-hmm. then that's your fault because you know yeah that's that's part of your job teach a child how to respect you or do or if you don't teach them respect you they should respect you on their own by mm-hmm. you doing stuff. You com- you do actions that earns your respect because you know respect isn't isn't you know given it's earned. Yeah, definitely. So even if you bring them into this world, it's not instant respect. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I think that uh, the how old is Stanley Brown? She's like 15, 16. fifteen, sixteen. She's fifteen, sixteen. Yeah, she's young. Okay. Hell yeah, she's on, she was like thirteen on that show. Yeah, well, I think that how your relationship with your parents is going to be your relationship with any authority in the world. Mm-hmm. So, but it's not always like the same, the exact same, because I know a lot of black kids who are scared of their parents. Mm-hmm. And then when they get into like the real world, they talk back to their teachers. Yeah. They, you know. Yeah, but on some level, it's like, you know, th- the most a teacher can do is, you know, kick you out of class, you know, yeah, yeah. take your grades away, you know, all that kind of stuff. But... A parent is more personal, you know. A parent knows how to hurt you. Mm-hmm. A parent knows you. This girl raised you, and you know. I think that like, if you're a child with parents that are like, you know, like crazy, mm-hmm. then on some level you're gonna be crazy too. Yeah. Because you know, however you're raised is gonna stick with you forever. You could shake, you know. You could try to get rid of. You know things you're taught growing up, but you know growing up as a child, like around that, that's that's what you learn. Yeah. You know the first things you learn are some of the always things that are always gonna stick with you. Definitely, definitely. I think the the as long as your parents teach you that sometimes authority is necessary, then it's okay. But when I think the problem with the with most black and Latino parents is that. They're very militant and like, mm-hmm. did they instill like in the child's mind that that it's a uh, that it authority's bad because you know they beat them and you know they make them fear them. So I think as long as you are stern but not too militant, that's enough authority. Yeah, I feel like parents. You know, you know, you know. You ever heard someone say like, "Oh, you're not my mama, you're not my daddy." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, they, they, like, when you raise, you, you think like, "Oh, you, they're not your parents. You gotta listen to them." Mm-hmm. We, you think that's helpful in this world? 
learning that. Like, oh, you don't have to listen to anybody but your parents. Mm, no. Because a lot of those people, they usually take it, like, even when they're, they're like, uh, grown, mm-hmm. they still see their parents as, like, uh, really high figures. But when, I think that after you turn 18, you, you shouldn't have too much emotional dependence on your parents. You know what I'm talking about? Any, or any type of dependence. Yeah, or any, yeah, especially financial and stuff like financial that. Financial dependence, any of that. By the time you're 21, you should be your own person. That's it. That's all the time we got today.